Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's show, we're catching up uh, with Lisa Trail, Murfreesboro City Schools. A lot going on, including spring break next week. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's excited. That wasn't even on my list to talk about. It's just a given. <laughs> no, I, I just kind of thought about that and uh, spring break a week away. Yay. Uh, I'm sure everybody's looking forward to that and some time away before the big push to the end of the year. That's exactly right. I hope we have days like today. Yes, so yes. So we can all get outside and play. Lots of days like today. Um, you, um, We have several things to talk about, and uh, one of those, which reminded me of spring break, attendance. Uh-huh. So, attendance, <laughs> What yeah. would you like to talk about there? Just wanted to remind people, after we get back from spring break, we're going to be having registration coming up. Mm. So we do need to know if you're coming back. It's feels probably early but it's not we've got to buy everything from school books to scheduling buses to everything it's just so important for us to know if you plan to return to Murfreesboro City Schools so if you're in first grade are you going to be with us in second grade next year if you are coming to kindergarten we've got kindergarten registration Mm -hmm. coming up as well so after we get through our spring break and when we start touching that April date you're going to see lots of information going out about registration and that's all we need to know we need to be able to plan hire the appropriate teachers make sure that the classrooms are set up uh, all those things that parents may not be thinking about but we're already thinking about it like we've got to make sure when we start back to school every child has a seat every child has the appropriate books and a teacher that we don't have to shift around two or three times through the school year you know you mentioned uh during the pandemic that coming back after that we're going to have like the largest kindergarten class and we did (laughs) okay but next year they're first graders and so that's part of that preparation you've got to have more first grade teachers next year exactly and and we it always ebbs and flows you'll see some grade levels that and it's usually after some kind of major worldwide happening yeah um so we do have to plan for that so yes instead of having the number of kindergarten teachers we have this year we may need a few less because we need to move those up to first grade but just knowing that they intend to come back makes everything so much easier not only for our planning but for the students as well it keeps us from having to again shift teachers that first two or three weeks to say oh we thought we were going to have six kindergarten classes well we only have five so this teacher needs to move to a different school or to a different grade level or vice versa we have we should have eight teachers and we only have six that kind of stuff so parents always ask like why am i telling you this well that's why because we want to make sure that next year goes smoothly as well it always happens that you know that you have an influx and and maybe don't anticipate needing an extra first grade teacher at, you know, Irma Siegel. But Mm -hmm. the more you know, the less of that happens. We we do have to do some guessing and hoping and, and, but we base it on the numbers we see coming in. So we will, you'll be seeing that whether you are a kindergarten parent or a fifth grade parent, like, are you returning? So we just need to know those things. And we're going to help. We've got a whole list that comes out in April of when can you come to the school and we'll help you. Mm -hmm. Or if you just want to do it online. I've often wondered about, um, because a sixth grader 
has a choice whether to stay in the city schools or mm-hmm. go to the nearby middle school. Right. So I'm sure that there's always some flux there. So that's there really important in yeah. that grade. The fifth grader. Yeah. Fifth grade going into sixth grade. Yeah. And we want to make sure they know, parents know they have a choice. They can stay with Murfreesboro City Schools or they can go to county schools. It's very much an individual decision. Mm-hmm. We respect both of those decisions. So if you have a fifth grader going into sixth grade and they want to um, – play sports next year let's say cheerleading or um, softball make sure that you are looking at rutherford county schedule so that you don't miss tryouts because a lot of times especially those fall sports Uh they're trying out now so we try to share that information from rutherford county but if you know your zone school and you have a fifth grader and you feel pretty sure you're going in the sixth grade at Rutherford County Schools, now is a great time to be watching that school's website so they don't miss those tryouts. Yeah. We, we just don't want them to miss that, you know. And again, that's usually for those fall sports that they're already trying out for mm-hmm. now. Um, one other thing about attendance that once we get back from, from spring break, um, got some important times ahead important weeks because we've been gearing up all year for end of the year and Mm -hmm. and testing and things like that so it's important to be in school right absolutely we want them there that's the reason we have this real good breather right now for the kids and the teachers to to kind of take a break enjoy a week and then come back ready to shine Um, a lot of testing coming up and that test schedule is on our website so if you have a third grader and you want to know when their tests are then that's already on the website Um, but and it's not all about the test but we do want them to be ready for that because it is uh, one measure of how your child is doing this year Mm -hmm. and we want to get those over and the information returned so parents can help them over uh, summer and be ready for the next year uh, Murfreesboro City Schools, uh, Lisa Trail joining us at cityschools.net, by the way, the uh, website where you can check that out. And I'm sure you've got some information about the uh, Excellence in Education, uh, the, the Foundation Gala coming up. Yes, yeah, so the Foundation Gala is coming up. Excellence in Education will be held at Copper Ridge this year. Uh, Copper Ridge has been so graceful to us or, uh, and just been wonderful to work with. Uh, we wanted, when we were planning this, uh, a place where we could be indoors or outdoors thankfully it looks like we're going to be indoors um, and that is this is our 15th annual excellence in education wow. city schools foundation has been in existence for 17 years given over a million dollars back to the schools through uh, teacher grants and parity dollars teacher grants are the ones we talk about so much because it is so incredible uh, what the teachers ask for every year and what the foundation is able to fund Uh, just really to do some beta testing in the classrooms there's a lot of things we fund we're funding 10 years ago that's just a norm now in the classroom it's very nice to see we're funding a lot of things this year that i hope we'll probably see as uh, norms in the next five to ten years so um, can't say enough about our city schools foundation Uh, it's a group of business and community leaders that come together some have children in our schools some have had past children in our schools and some just are huge supporters of public education so again that gala is april the 9th tickets are still available if anyone wants to purchase a ticket for that they can call me at city schools and i will give them all the details about that and uh, Copper Ridge, by the way, is out in the Las Casas area off of uh, Betty Ford Road. Yeah, very easy to get to. Yeah. Very easy to get to. I, um, you're 
almost I always say it's like you're almost at Oakland High, but you're not. You're one more one yeah. more thing over, so yeah. it's not that far out right. at, at all. So pretty close by the foundation. Um, for instance, this year uh, gave forty eight thousand in teacher grants and thirty thousand in parity dollars, mm-hmm. uh, and you know that the the gala for this year will help fund the grants for, for next, next year. year. That's yeah. exactly right. We don't have a, a we fund everything that we make so if we if we make fifty thousand dollars we're going to fund fifty thousand we don't hold a whole lot of reserves Mm. we really do want those dollars that we're raising this year to be put in the classrooms next year so i I think we have a a a good grasp on teacher grants but Mm -hmm. what are what's parity funding so parity dollars goes to our title schools and there's a formula that was created when this foundation was created on how how to Mm. do that and i'm going to guess if my if i had my best guess bubba dempsey came up with it because it's a really big calculation (laughs) he's got the numbers he's got the numbers (laughs) so and we still use that because it just works but uh parity dollars are divided and you do they are in the title schools for instance hobgood elementary uh received parity dollars this year maybe around a little bit over three thousand dollars in parity dollars those are used at the principal's discretion so very few dollars do principals get that aren't federally tied or tax tied that but this is their discretion so i know that she is using some of her dollars towards her outdoor classroom Mm. and other parts of her parity dollars are going towards field trips for children who can't afford those field trips so just helping subsidize the busing and that kind of stuff um we have had parity dollars used for risers for children to sing you know the risers you see during the musical mm-hmm. performances they, they've funded those uh they funded some tutoring programs in the past that uh, principals really believed in but that's the huge thing is for a, t- a principal to look around and say what do i need in my school today and they're able to do that and so uh, and w- when you say all of the um certain schools get mm-hmm. those Wh- mm-hmm. which schools are those again so the number one qualifier is you have to be a title school okay and then it goes down from there's other qualifiers gotcha. but our title schools uh right now are hobgood reeves rogers bradley mitchell nelson um Kaysen lane black fox <laughs> i didn't mean to put you on the <laughs> yeah, spot i'm like here. <laughs> oh my goodness there's another who am i forgetting <laughs> and there's so Northfield. Did I say Northfield? No, you didn't. Okay, okay. there you go. I've got them all. Then, <laughs> as I, you saw me using my fingers I, to yeah. count. <laughs> so, and again, most a lot of the schools don't have uh, strong PTOs. Okay. Um, and so it also allows. Uh, sometimes you would see in the non um, schools that aren't receiving the parity dollars, the PTOs would do this exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of helps fund those things that the again principals are really needing. Um, but there's not a strong PTO there to help support that cause. That makes makes sense. Okay, uh, you know, I, I just thought a lot of people may might say, well, what are, what is parity what funding? What does that mean? Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you want to be a part of uh, the City Schools Foundation uh, Excellence in Education Gala, which is coming up again on April the 9th, on the Saturday, you can uh, contact Lisa uh, cityschools.net. You can get all the contact information there, and uh, it'll be a good time for everyone. Yes, and it is not black tie this year, so that is makes me very happy. <laughs> so we we would call it our Sunday attire ah. <laughs> or cocktail attire. So that um, we did we have been black tie for years and years. So it's 
little bit more casual this well, year. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Lisa Trail with Murfreesboro City Schools with us. Uh, a few minutes to talk about uh, art shows that are coming up. Oh, wow. So our art teachers have really outdone themselves this year, and we have three art shows either happening now or getting ready to come. Actually, there's four. There's one at Bradley Museum that I forgot to mention. But City Hall, if you walk into the Rotunda now, there are so many beautiful pieces of art on display from kindergarten to sixth grade. That display stays up through April the 29th. So walk into the City Hall Rotunda and just enjoy. It's just beautiful. Uh, the Frist Art Museum, we're so pleased to be back at the Frist this year. That's an invitation-only type event, and our students' artwork went up last week, and it will be on display through April 12th. Um, we did not, they're not having a program this year just because of COVID and other things, mm-hmm. uh, but parents are welcome to go there and see that art anytime. Um, and again, it's on display with some of these other beautiful well-known you know artists so it's really kind of cool to see this school artwork right beside their beautiful pieces so um and then mtsu will host us may the 10th through the 21st and that's at the todd art todd art gallery Mm -hmm. so um again just it's a way of letting our our public and our parents see the progress of art in our schools as well so they are not forgotten, and um, we have some really talented art teachers who are really sharing that talent with uh, their students. Will so. some of these be on display at all of the the various locations, or is it different? They're all separate. All They're separate. all separate. Okay. Now I'm I should say that sometimes some that are at City Hall do go to the Todd Art Gallery. Okay. Uh, because it is a separate time, so I know some art teachers do have a couple of uh, prints that they want to take from one to the other, but for the most part they're separate and then Hobgood has I think it's their fifth grade art is on display at Bradley Museum Mm -hmm. so um, again it's it's just phenomenal how how talented our kids are yeah that's that's and again that talent comes because of the talented art teachers that are able to you know really help them to achieve what they see in their head and put it on paper draw that out huh Mm -hmm. got about a minute or so left do we have enough time to get the stem here or just a brief mention of that well i will say we had a great steam in the city uh two weeks ago incredible turnout for our first one um and we're very proud of the stem programs that are going on inside all our all of our schools Uh, stem is more of a teaching and learning through project-based experiments um a lot of collaboration that goes in it. We have three of our schools that are in process of being uh, accredited, we hope. So we have five Tennessee designated STEM schools, three that are in the process this year, actually doing their walkthroughs and interviews this week and next week. So we're very excited to say that hopefully by the end of the year, we'll have eight STEM accredited schools. That could be cool. It's one of the, we have, as far as percentage wise, some probably the most in any district. Lisa, I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Lisa Trail with Murfreesboro City Schools. uh, CitySchools.net online. You can catch up with everything going on.